Konnichiwa, komusta, and hello. Welcome to Where You're From, a weekly history and comedy podcast where husband and wife team Itomi and Max tell you interesting stories about each other's cultural history. I'm Hitomi. And I'm Max. Hello! Welcome to this week's episode. Yes, episode... 19. Yes. Today's juicy topic is going to be about... Well, it's about Bad King John. Bad King John. You know him. Interesting. No, I don't. King John. I don't. What? King Richard the Lionheart's younger brother. I feel I learned about him in school. He's quite well known. And quickly forgot about him. He's quite... Well, it's about him and his major... And one major blunder that he did. Blunder, eh? Blunder. I do love a good blunder. Blunder down under. Wow. Is it down under? (laughs) Kinda. Is it? (laughs) I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Which you're so you'll be hitting us with uh, with that awesome tale of blunders yes. very shortly. So stick around, folks, because it's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. How have you been? I've been good. You've been good. Yes. Yeah. Anything to report? Mm, I've decided to stop cooking this week. <laughs> That's a big deal. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Because I'm the main benefactor yes, you of are. your cooking adventures. Yes, I've stopped I've decided to stop taking a break this week. And why, pray tell, would that be? Because in as of recording Yes. In two days. Yes. It's my birthday. Birthday girl. Yeah. Birthday girl. Uh-huh, uh-huh. May the 20th if I'm not mistaken (laughs) I hope I'm not mistaken I'll kill you yeah eight years of marriage May 20 I know it's May the 20th yes and you shall be 43 48 48 I'm I'm doing a Madame Rachel where I tell people I'm older than I am Uh, (laughs) or you've just been lying to me all this time I look good right 48 not bad. Oh, good for 48. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> you look pretty damn good to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's your birthday. Uh, we. Are you doing anything special for your birthday? Well, not in this pandemic times. Oh, pandemic, yeah. We're still under state of emergency yeah. in Japan. Which means prohibition. No booze. You which ca- doesn't really affect me. Well, it doesn't mean no booze, because obviously I'm, uh, <laughs> if you're watching the video or you just hear me, I'm <laughs> drinking right now, but... <laughs> With my box of Stella stand. <laughs> yeah, the microphone stand is a box of Stella. Which was a Christmas gift from me to you. It was, yeah. But this prohibition in Japan just means you can't get a pint anywhere. No. Um, establishments cannot sell booze. Yep, cafes, bars, karaoke joints, anywhere. Should should we open a speakeasy? Oh, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The only problem is we don't like people. No. That's a big problem. No. All right, no speakeasy then. Of course, we do like our listeners (laughs) and viewers. Nice. 
Yeah, save. <laughs> nice save. Nice save there, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- apart from your birthday, uh, mm. and you're not cooking yeah. me anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which means I'm living off sandwiches uh-huh. for the next week. I I, w- I am making you like. And you're making the fillings. Oh gosh, yes, I am. <laughs> you're gonna. It's the easiest thing to make. So you feel that sorry for me? Yeah. You're gonna Spoiling make Boiling some eggs. Boil me some eggs, lady. I mean, why can't you do that? I could, but you're so nice. You're so nice to me. <laughs> I'm very grateful. Uh-huh. But apart from your cooking, yeah, or lack of cooking. Mm. Might I add, there has been uh, nothing of note that's happened in the last week or last few days. Are you trying to tell me something? Hint, hint, the football shirt I'm wearing right now. My beloved home football team won the bloody FA Cup. First time ever. Yeah. In fact, you should post some of the candid photos. Oh, you, yeah, I should. You took of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On our Instagram. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I got, I took one of him, like, um, additional time, five minutes additional time. Mm-hmm. Lester was up 1-0. And you were just like, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I know. And that was just right after they disallowed a goal. Yeah, VAR. No goal. No goal. We won 1-1-0. And then we've got a massive match tonight. Is it tonight? Tonight. Chelsea again. Again. <laughs> yeah. Because we've got two matches of the season left. Sorry if you're not interested in football at all. I'll get through this quickly. Two matches of the season left. And uh, we've got to get it together to get into the Champions League. European Cup. It's all going to work out, folks. This time next week, the season will be over. This time next week. Yeah. It'll be over. We done with. it ends on my birthday time. It that means you're too busy. No, nah, Sunday night. Yeah, but as you know, it's around my birthday. Oh, so I can't do anything around your birthday. No, oh, no, it means that you don't do anything for my birthday. You told me not to do anything. We're going out to dinner. It's all good. I want to go to a Thai restaurant. Thai restaurant. It's either we go to a Thai restaurant or you make me pad thai. But if we go to a Thai restaurant now, I can't have a beer with my Thai. And that's so a, what? That is it's my birthday. Impossible. My birthday. How can you have a Thai dinner? All right then. Without a beer. Make me the pad thai here at home. There's a there's a thing you can buy in the supermarket where it's just all there. Are you done? Mm. With that tirade. Yeah. Thai. A tirade. <laughs> you didn't even realize you did oh, that. I, I just do it without thinking. Now. <laughs> These puns just flow from the lips. When I was trying to offer you tea <laughs> and it wasn't ready yet. And he said, stop teasing me. I know. I'm just a... Com- I catch them. But comedy natural. Oh, okay. Comedy bonanza. Mm. Uh, so what have you got for me this week? Because last week I hit I you with... I promised you. Yeah. Last week I gave you a little... Uh, a little quiz, a Which UK quiz. I aced. Mm, about UK phrases. Yeah. And you aced it. I did. Do you want out? Do you want out? Do you want an oat? Exactly. <laughs> and you got me a box of oat 
biscuit. I got you a single oat. Based on that pun. I did. I got you oat biscuits. Yeah. Oat, oat cookies. Based on that <laughs> shitty pun <laughs> that you made. <laughs> so what have you got for me this week? Well, I've got Bisaya slang. Bisaya, if people don't know what Bisaya is. Bisaya is a language we speak in Cebu. If people don't know what Cebu is. Cebu is an island in the Philippines where I'm from. If people don't, don't know, know what the Philippines, Philippines is, is. Go read a fucking book. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm I'm guessing, you know, uneducated swines, uncultured swines. Like you nine years ago. What are you talking about? People like that are not going to be listening to our wonderful history informative podcast. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Why are you laughing? I don't know. You're, la- you're laughing at compliments towards your own <laughs> podcast. Uh, it's my... Defense mechanism can't yeah. take compliments. All right, rosy cheeks. Is it? Are they? You're very rosy. I think it's my glasses. You do? Yeah. They, they reflect. No, I don't think so. No. Still rosy? No. Hit me. Please. <laughs> stop, stop talking about your face. You bro. I know I did. I'll stop talking about <sighs> your face. Okay, what have you got? All right. So I have um, common Cebuano or Bisaya expressions. I'm going to nail this yes. 100%. All right. There's one. Only one? No. This is the first one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. There's one. Secreto para bibo. I have a secret parrot. No. Oh. I have a secret. I'm getting that right. Well, secreto because who, who yeah, well, would right, who give me credit, get give it? Me credit, please, steady. Uh, secret treasure chest. Just showing your bum to the camera, by the way. <laughs> Bonus banned from YouTube. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm unsure. Hit me. It's it's basically like someone is curious. Um, you know, nosy Nellies oh. want to ask you about something, but then oh. you don't want to tell them. So you just say secreto para bibo. So bibo means fun. So I'll keep it a secret for, to keep it fun. It's a secret fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a common thing. It's like like if uh. yeah if you if if you find like some kind of gossip and then you ask somebody the person about it they don't want to say it's like secreto para bibo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Secret para bibo. All right. Number two. Laisho. Laisho. I think I use that for cleaning the toilet. No. Laisho. Yeah. I'll use it in a sentence. Okay. Laisho kay mong balay. Didn't help, did it? No, because a lot of Filipino sounds angry like that. <laughs> it sounds like an insult. No, it's not. Like you're like your terpinos. Like, like if we go to if we go to like the Park Hyatt for like drinks. Expensive as shit. No, not really. Oh. Like fancy. Fancy as shit. Yeah, because if you if you um. It comes from the word social. Yeah. Lai show. Social. Lai show. Expensive social 
fun. Yeah. Like if I said like show kemo balay is like your your house is so fancy. Ooh. Yeah. Like show balay pigi not fun. Okay. Fluent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies. Okay. Hulmigasun. 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 Pull me pants up. You <laughs> <laughs> really have no idea. It's so unfair. Hulmigasun. 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 Uh. My son was born in Hull. Ulmigasun. Yeah. Am I close? What? Is it Norwich? Why would we talk about Hull? I don't know. Ulmigasun. Your mum was born in Hull. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Okay. Ulmigas, Ulmigas means ant. The insect. The insect, yeah. There's ants in me pants. What are they attracted to? Pants. No. Uh, feet. <laughs> Sugar. They're attracted to sweet things. Yeah. So if you like see, me. yeah, if you if you if you see like a couple being too sweet with each other in public, it's uh, like you're gonna be like covered uh, with overrun ants. with ants. Is that a threat? Hold me gasong. Hold me gasong. Nah, I'm gonna say that to your mum. Oh my god, song. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Okay. Simbaku. Uh, it's like an interjection. Simbaku or Simbaku unsay mahitabo. Simbaku. Oh my god. Something like that. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, God forbid or knock on wood. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, don't say that, Simbaku. Don't say that. Okay, that's kind of sounds mm. like that. Yeah, Simba is like church. He's a lion. Simba, <laughs> Simba good. the lion. Yeah. How's that a church? Get real. Simbahan is a church. Simbahan. Okay, mm. this one's one of my favorite. All right. Pakals. Pakals. <laughs> Pakals. Pakals. Uh, is it? Uh, Bisaya for uh, hernia. It's my favorite. Pakal. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. It Think about like, it. You know, pakals. When, when you first feel the hemorrhoids coming on. Uh, pakals. Pakals na. Pickles. No. Uh, why would you make? Why would you make it so close to? <laughs> pakals. Puppies. No, I'm glad you think I like puppies more over food. It's basically feast. Like oh. let's eat. It's time to get our grub on. A feast of puppies. Yeah. Oh no, we don't eat pakals. them. Pakals. na. It's like if you go to a house party and then the food's ready. It's like pakals na. Ah, uh, deba. That's my Cebuano. <laughs> right. Means right. And then this is like one of the most common. Okay. Like. Ambut. Ambut. I hear you say it a lot. <coughs> Ambut. Idiot. No. I say, the only person I talk to in Cebuano here, aside from my friends when I talk to them online, is my mom. Why would I call her an idiot? Well, <laughs> have you met your mom? Ambuk. Uh, <laughs> mm, Ambut. Ambut. Big it's like butt. if you keep pestering me for something, it's like I am butni moi. Stop it! Quit it! Something like 
like ambut's like quit it. Ambut is like it's very versatile. Yeah. You can use it to say I don't know. It's like like what happened yesterday is like ambut. Ambut. Or if you're annoying me, it's like ambut ni mo'y is like um, get out. <laughs> Piss off. Piss off. Ambut. And the last one. Last one, folks. Kuan. Kuan. Why is it like Kuan? Kuan. Uh, come on. Not right now. Uh, this is the most versatile and universal word. Mm, I know. It's basically a word you can use to replace any word in a sentence. Uh. It's like if you can't remember something, you say, Katung, like, Kuan ba? Kuan ba? Katung. Yeah. Mm. Like this sentence here, and it's like, Katung Kuan ba? Nagkuan si Kuan. Dito sa Kuan. Adung Kuan. I hear your your uh, your dad uses it a lot. Oh yeah, or oh, maybe because he can't remember a word in Cebuano. Yeah, he uses yeah. it in every sentence he says. Yeah. Ah, uh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. My dad fluent in Cebuano, Japanese dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fluent. And he'll always he'll always speak Cebuano when I'm in <laughs> in the room. You notice that? No. Yep. Well, you should. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. Uh. We've mm. got our secret language. Also, you gotta learn Cebuano. I don't wanna. Alright. Mm-hmm. So if that sentence, katungkuan ba, nagkuan si kuan, dito sa kuan, atungkuan. It's like that thing, somebody did something somewhere, sometime. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful language. <laughs> Poetry. Poetry. It is. Humor is. So I scored... One? You got the simbako. Should we like, say one? Yeah. I'm pretty happy with one. Mm. How do you do it at home, folks? Did you, uh, 100%? It's not a language you need to learn. Let's just put it that way. Uh. I mean, if you learn Cebuano, it takes you one step closer to Spanish. I guess. But if you take Cebuano to, like, Manila, for example, they can won't. you use it there? No. No. So you can just use it in a small island? No, because Cebu- Bisaya is spoken in other places. Uh, the Visayas? Yes, that's why it's called the Visayas. And also parts of Mindanao. Ah. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, that's why that. my mom is Visaya. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I just thought that uh, it was spoken in uh, Cebu, Cebu Island. No, like, mostly in the Visayas, like, Bohol speaks. And it's just like a difference of, like, a few words. Very interesting. Yeah. Ah. Uh. So I I know like words in Mindanao as well. Like I'd understand because yeah. there are some words in Mindanao that if you only spoke it in Cebu, you wouldn't understand what they are meaning. Ah, what they're yeah saying. Ah, you know what that is? What? Where you're from? It's where I'm from. That's where you're from. Yeah. In fact, uh, that's today's podcast, folks. <laughs> Shall we cut it? No, not yet. We're gonna do. <laughs> let's go straight into your. Topic of the week. Do you remember it? Uh, King John. Yes. Yes. All Hit right. me. Episode 19. Why did you say it like that? I don't know. Uh, sources. <laughs> you oh. should give your sources. Brown sauce. You should. Ketchup. Mm. BBC. Of course. What the channel? Beeps. What channel? Channel BBC. <laughs> channel. One. 
One, okay. <laughs> BBC One. <laughs> BBC.com. Okay. Uh, Eastern Daily Press. Mm-hmm. His HistoryHit.com. And I found out about this topic from one of my favorite podcasts, Unexplained Mysteries. Ah, you know what my favorite podcast is? Where you're from. <laughs> Apart from where you're from. Yeah. Pink Panties in Japan. Is that a podcast? No, of course uh, not. No, no, no. I'm joking. Right. So let me start Silly. off with a portion of a poem by A.A. A. Milne. Good guy. Do you know him? What's he famous for? That is a question most people would know the answer to. It's, it's but, pretty popular. But as I'm sure all of our listeners know, mm-hmm. I am quite the dum-dum. I have zero memory he of anything. created a very much loved character. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Boom. Good luck. Good yep. lord. All right. It's called King John's Christmas. So I'm only going to read a, par- a portion of it, okay? Okay. King John was not a good man and no good friends had he. He stayed in every afternoon, but no one came to tea. And round about December, the cards upon his shelf wished him lots of Christmas cheer and fortune in the coming year were never from his near and dear, but only from himself. So he doesn't have any friends. He wasn't loved at all. He was known as Bad King John. Hmm, what was wrong with him? Well, I don't want to get into it because it's a long thing. I, I will cover him maybe in the future. Right. But just remember, nobody liked him. Remember, um, well, I'll get to it later. But mm. So my story is about how King John lost the crown jewels. Right, uh, and King John is a dickhead. Um, very much so. Uh, nobody yeah. likes him. Nobody liked him. Nobody liked him. No. What year are we talking here? What do you think? Richard the Lionheart? We're talking... Crusades? 1398. Well, 13th century, so 12. Oh, so close. So close. So close. So King John was not a good man. Many historians tend to paint him as an incompetent and cruel king. Fair. And a bit of a coward. Fair. And his reputation remains the same to this day. Yeah. So remember when I talked about King Richard, there was a King Richard, uh, no, yeah, King Richard III yeah. uh, society. Yeah. I tried looking at, is there a King John society? Mm. No. no. Nobody cares about him. Nobody wants to, like, um, you know... Uh. Uh, what do you? What would you say to you to know his take ownership of him to like or just to, take him to their heart or like try to fix his reputation? Uh, who so would want to? He uh, this is like an overview of what happened when he was king. So he lost a lot of England's land to the French. Bastard was excommunicated, mm-hmm. waged war against his own barons, mm. and was forced to sign the Magna Carta. Forced. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was against like his power. It limits his power. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was forced. They had to do that because he was being such a dick. Mm. Yeah. So I know him personally from Robin Hood Men in Tights. That classic. Played by Richard Lewis. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course I remember that movie. So that's that movie. King John. He ah. was a dick. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. King John. Richard Lewis. Ah, King John, Robin Hood. Yeah. Of course I know King John. There you go. Yeah. Men in tights or Maid Marian and her merry men, which is much more well known. But I grew up watching Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. American nonsense. We're talking Maid Marian. Was it American? Because Carrie Owens is an American. Robin Hood. Yeah, but it was uh, Dave Chappelle and stuff, wasn't it? All right, yeah, Dave Chappelle was in it, I forgot. Yeah, yeah he was in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should watch that again. Yeah, but um, I'm not going to go much into his life, just this very important event okay. in his life. And let, let me just add, of course, Robin Hood, King John, all of that, Nottingham. Mm. It all takes place in Nottingham, which is just, just down the road from where I'm from. I know, I- all right. <laughs> Calm steady. down. I'm, I am steady. <laughs> but did you ever realize that there hasn't been any other King Johns after him? Uh, that's true, yeah. Right? Because that's how bad he was. Nobody uh, wanted to take his name. He ruined a perfectly good name. Ah, interesting. Mm. Okay. Desho? Yes. Hi, Denise. Deba? Deba? Mm, Deba. All so, right. in 1216... Bad King John, as he was known, mm. lost the crown jewels in the wash. What the fuck? Sounds like something I'd do. Yeah, but not... What do you think the wash is? Do you know the wash? The moat? No. Was it an... In, uh, uh, like it was a, a location. Oh. It's not a thing. It's not the laundry. Oh. It was a place. The wash. The wash. Yeah, it's called The Wash. The Wash. Have you never heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've heard of everything, ever. Doesn't mean I know about it. What the fuck? Where the fuck is a wash? So The Wash is basically, it's like a little, like, in in the east, near Lincoln. Lincolnshire. Mm. So Lincoln, there's like, so this is the North Sea, right? North Sea. There's like the land is here. just like a little bit of divot. Your finger map <laughs> is atrocious. This is the North Sea, right? Yeah. And there's like a little divot there. Oh, no, it goes in like that. Yeah. So that's the wash. The wash. So it's a marshy fen. The fen. It's the wash. But it's a wash. It's called the wash. It's a wash. Okay. I've heard, I've heard of it. All right. In the first part of the year, Prince Louis of France had invaded Kent quite easily. He was unopposed, basically just walked in there. Yeah. And then rebels held a huge portion of portions of land, including much of the east of England. So they were taking over the east of England. Right. In September of that year, King John launched a campaign to reclaim the east and headed on out to Cambridge. Right. Okay. Mm. Are you following? I'm following. I looked at the maps for this. You know I've got like an eagle's eye view of maps. Bird's eye view. Eagle. Eagle's eye. It's better says, than a bird. Nobody says eagle eye. You Cherry. have an eagle eye. You have an eagle eye, but bird's eye. But you have an eagle eye view. Yeah. Keep an eagle eye out. 
right. All right. But I've got, <laughs> I've, I've got the map in my brain. Okay. So he was heading on to on out to Cambridge, and then he moved on to Lincoln because there was a rebel siege of the castle. Right, Lincoln Castle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then King John headed south to King's Lynn. Yes. Then I used to live right near there. Oh really? Yep. King's Lynn. So- it sounded so Games of Thronesy. King's Lynn. It's just a bunch of fields. All right. Then Bishop's Lynn mm. to get more supplies. Right. Mm. As he was gathering his supplies, he he heard that the Scottish king Alexander II had invaded the north and was heading south to Kent to meet up with the French. Oh no. To create a mega army against King John. Ooh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so as I was typing this, I was looking at Google Maps. So like, oh, Kent is there. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, understood. Yeah. yeah. So King John is kind of in East in, Anglia right now. Yeah, he was at... Uh, Bishop's Lynn. Bishop's Lynn. Yeah. And then Which he, is near King's Lynn. Yes. Yeah. It's basically that area. Yeah. Near the Wash. Near the Wash. Yeah. So King's John's response. King's John's. King John's yeah. response. English. Isn't he the uh, the ruler of North Korea? King John. Done. Are you done? Yeah. Are we calling it a day? Yeah. Let's cut it. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. <laughs> I'm sorry. So um, King John's response was to run away. As fast as he can to the to the safety of Lincoln Castle, which is a fortress, basically. Mozzie. just killed a Mozzie. Sorry. So. So he. Yeah. Yeah. So he he wanted to go back to Lincoln Castle as fast as he can because it's a fortress. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I I looked at it too. Mm. Then he hopped on his horse and galloped to safety. Mm -hmm. So his men, however. Had heavier loads to carry. He he, yeah. <laughs> Basically, almost all of King John's prized possessions. What what are they carrying? See, I told you, I wrote this down. Like I said to you before, just bring what you need and don't bring your wallet when you're gallivanting around Tokyo. <laughs> right. I thought about that. Like, <laughs> don't bring all your money out when you go out. Why are you telling me off right now? Because <laughs> it's annoying. What has this got to do with King John? <laughs> exactly. You were asking, what has he got? Why is he bringing all his things? Exactly, right? But he's got an army. What? I'm lost. All right. So King John was on his horse. But he'd gone way ahead of his Oh, people. yes. Way, way ahead. Yeah. He rode on ahead and made good time as he was his just little old self on his horse. Mm, but he's on his own. He probably had like... It's a bad move if he's on his own. Bodyguards with, with him. Uh, but with their two own, armies coming with in. own horses maybe. Yeah. But his armies who had ox carts full of his stuff traveled at a much slower pace. Meanwhile, we got two armies doing like a pincer movement. Yeah, that's how a pincer works. Exactly. They had no time to lose, so King John forced his men to get to Lincoln by going across the muddy shores of the Wash. Bloody Wash again. Have you been there? Do you know it? I wrote down. Uh, I think it's in the little little swave. What's a swave? 
I don't know. It came to my mind that word. <laughs> Words come to me yeah. in the little. What did you call it? The little divot. Divot. Divot's golf. <laughs> it's not just golf. It's a, a di- mm. so it's kind of under Hull, under Grimsby. Um, funny you mentioned Grimsby. Uh huh. But so for those of you who don't know, the Wash is a marshy land filled with quicksand. Creeks and fast running tides. Right. Yes, check it out on Google Maps. Will do. It opens up to the North Sea and it looks quite dangerous if you get caught up in the strong tides. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I've been there. Yeah. It's kind of a holiday area now. It's like farming area now. Well, there's lots of caravans around there. You can stay there. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and you can get stuck in there. I got stuck. In there as a kid in Miwellies. Are you just remembering this now? Because I remember all sorts. In Cleethorpes. I'm sure it's Cleethorpes. And uh, yeah, I was scared for my life. I'm pretty sure I almost died. How, how old were you? Could have been anywhere between 6 and 15. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Okay. Yeah. Mozzie. Oh, there's a mosquito on your microphone. Left. Oh no, I'm getting right. absolutely stabbed here. Yeah. Okay. So we're so in the wash. The men are in the wash. John King is in the John wash. John is safely gone yeah. on ahead. And his socks mm. in the wash. Yeah. So that terrible deci- decision. Oh, what? Sorry? Decision. Almost. Decision? Decision. 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 <laughs> decision. Yeah. How many languages do you know? 25. Carry on. <laughs> One and a half. One and a half. <laughs> What's a half? Bisaya. <laughs> yeah. Japanese, ne? Yeah, Mandarin. Yeah. Mm. So that terrible decision led to the disappearance of the crown jewels as his oh. royal train was quickly caught up in the rising waters. Ah, holy moly. Mm. See, not so bad because easily done. When you're going through the wash. Don't go through the wash. No. Especially with the crown jewels. But they were rushing. Well, they should have gone round. They were rushing. They the, should the wash have cuts gone through. round. So, you see, the North Sea Tide began to rush in. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea what to do because they also didn't have any local guides to help them out. I see. Oh, because King John panicked. Local guides. But it's all kind of local to where... He lives anyway. Lincoln Castle. Maybe his army. Nottingham. Maybe his armies like weren't from there. And I guess it was like seen as much bigger in those mm. days. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't just pop on the train, could you? Mm. Although they had a train, and the train <laughs> got stuck in the wash, but it wasn't a train. It was it the was, royal train. It was a royal train of ox actually, carts. Ox carts. Yeah. Stuck in the mud. Yeah. He had like beds and I don't know. He was an extravagant fool. Mm. Mm. So all those lives and precious cargo were washed away and lost to the wash. Mm. So what exactly did get lost? Uh, it's uh, it's uh, satin sheets. Mm. Couple Robe, of boxes. Slippers. <laughs> couple of bits of wives i'm guessing i don't know he was oh. a randy king yeah 
Yeah, a lot of barons didn't like him because there was even one that accused him of raping like his daughter. Holy moly! Yeah, not not good, not good at all. So it it wasn't just a funny bad guy. No, he was a horrible. He was a he was really yeah bad dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there there really is very little documentation of the crown jewels before the thirteenth century. Because the the modern crown, the current crown jewels now came around like in the 1600s. Yeah, they're completely different. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so before the 13th century, it was really so no doc, not a lot of documentation. Yeah. No. So, do we know where the original crown jewels came from? Are are they the original crown jewels? They don't know. Or are they just some jewels that John? Had. They were the actual crown jewels, but yeah. like, exactly they don't know. They don't know the origin of them. Yeah, and plus they don't really know if he really had the crown jewels. Uh. But they said that he did because uh. things got lost. So he Mystery. could he could have just been saying like, "I got some jewels. I'm the man." Well, I'm not Sorry, gonna go. I'm, in the wash. I'm not gonna go into this, but there was a theory that uh, there's a lot there was that a, you won't go into. Conspiracy theory that maybe he kind of like sold the crown jewels and said they were lost in the wash because he had he was running out of money. Ah, that was a like one of the like because it was so weird they couldn't find it anymore. Right, maybe mm. he took out a big insurance claim on the crown jewels. Yeah, and then just to uh, be specifically lost in the wash and then shoved them in the wash. <laughs> yeah, and that's where the term came from. I lost it in the wash. Lost in the wash. Is that a term? Is it? It is now. <laughs> Lost in the wash. So Do- every time I ask you, where <laughs> yeah. is your blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Lost it in the wash. Yeah. Where's your half of the rent? Lost it in the wash. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, but, um, so it's unclear what was lost, but it is confirmed that some pieces were saved, though, so all was not lost. Like, um... There was a St. Edward's crown, mm-hmm. which was reportedly worn by Edward the Confessor uh, over a hundred years earlier. Right. And that crown was used in the coronation of Henry III in 1220, so the king after John. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was something called the Sword of Tristram. Tristram? Tristram. You sure about that? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I've heard of that before, yeah. The sword of Tristram. Yeah, the Tristram. Tristram. I'm not sure I've heard of the sword, but I've heard <laughs> of the word Tristram, and I've always thought it sounded a bit... Weird. Fishy. Tristram. Yep. So there was the sword of Tristram was lost, but not sure if it was, if it was together with the marsh jewels, the wash jewels. But right. its last mention was in 1207. Okay. Mm. So they're not really sure what was lost. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they're sure about the crown. Well, he said. Uh, John said. Yeah. So we're just taking John's word for everything now. Uh. Okay. And then after that horrible event, King John was in Swineshead Abbey. Yes. In Lincolnshire. Mm-hmm. So just living it up and feasting on pakals. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Food. <laughs> Feast. Pe- peaches, pears, and cider. Ooh. 
And on October 13th, a search party was formed to retrieve the lost things, but they were unsuccessful. Okay. And then, yes. King John himself was not feeling well. Oh no. And he died of dysentery. Yeah. At Newark. Newark. Yeah. Like a couple days later. You know where Newark is? Did you see it's that? It's in New Jersey. <laughs> mm, not that Newark. <laughs> he traveled quite far, didn't he, John? I don't know, that's how he got dysentery, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, he swam to Newark. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where Newark is in England? I didn't look that up. Yeah, it's it's like on the way to. If it's a train station uh, now, uh, from Leicester to Cambridge, in between. Okay. And Cambridge. So in between. Okay. Yeah, Newark. Do you know how old he was when he died? 46. So close. Yeah? 49. Ah. I know these oldie worldy death dates. <laughs> so, uh so these are like some there's a th- there's a couple of theories about where the crown jewels may have ended up. So, since no one really knows the exact route the royal train took to get to Lincoln, there have been many theories about the fate of the crown jewels. Hmm. Some historians have mentioned that they may have been lost close to Sut- Sutton Bridge. Right. So, or somewhere in between Wisbeck yeah. and Walsokin. Walsokin? Walsokin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're so far off these names, but yeah. Walsokin. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? How do you say it? Wallachan. Is it? Spell it. W A O L K E N. W A L S O K E N. So close. Is it Wallachan? I don't know. So they think it might be somewhere in between Wisbeck and Wallachan. Yeah. It's Walsokin, I think. Walsokin, yeah. If if the royal train traveled the same route as King John. Right. So they don't really know where they passed. But many stories have persisted that they followed King John's orders and traveled across the wash. Mm. So people really just say, wash. They went through the wash. They were in a hurry. They had to go through the wash. So it could be anywhere in the wash. Yeah. Or not in the wash. Or not. Yeah. Could be Cause, anywhere. Because Sutton Bridge is like, if this is the wash, Sutton Bridge was like over here. Mm. Yeah. So maybe they went there. But people, a yeah. lot of people say, no, they went through the wash. So quite a big area. Mm. And then uh, Matthew Parrish wrote... Perry? No, not him. Oh. He wasn't born yet. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. What year was he? <laughs> He's uh, immortal, right? Matthew Perry? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he die recently? I'm talking about the Dutch. No. Ah. Uh, yeah, the one who arrived in Japan. I'm and talking... you're talking about the Friends actor. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Beverly Hills 90210. It's Luke Perry. I'm talking about Luke Perry. He didn't lose the crown jewels. No, and he died in the 12th century. He didn't even lose. This guy doesn't even lose it. Oh, listen. I'm listening. Matthew Parrish wrote 
in 1253, so about 40 years after this happened. So he wrote that, quote, The ground opened up in the midst of the waves and the sand, which is called quick. I love how they talked before. Yeah. <laughs> the sand, which is called quick. Quick sand. Yeah. Uh-huh. The food, which is called sandwich. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be something else. Like, um, the... I don't know, I can't think of anything. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. You can do it. The cookies, which is called peanut butter cookie. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. Okay. Okay. The ground opened up in the midst of the waves, and the sand, which is called quick, swallowed down everything. Horses, men, weapons, tents, victuals, which are food. Uh-huh. Means food or provisions. And all the things which the king valued too highly in the world apart from his life. End quote. Okay. So people think, people really are really convinced that it was lost in the wash. Yeah. And then... And it was like a biblical act. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he was a dick. Bad King John. Dickhead King John. In the 1930s... What? <laughs> what happened? A wealthy American... I tried to research who this wealthy American was. Trump. Nah, maybe his dad. Okay. A wealthy American founded the... Fen Research Company to find the lost treasure. Ooh. And then there was another guy who did like... There, so many people have tried to find... Because it's like... Yeah. Jackpot. Of course, yeah. Yeah, if you find it's it. It's got to be somewhere. Unless it's not. And then it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how things work. That's how things work. Atlantis has got to be there. Unless it's not there. <laughs> Might not be there. Oh. And recently, lasers. <laughs> uh, using lasers. Yeah, they were used to find to try and find clues to the location of the treasures. Yeah, like you can use lasers to, like you know, to see how deep is something until like you, you find something. I don't know. Yeah, I know. There's uh, yeah. <laughs> there's programs that do this. You know, with the. <laughs> try and find all the archaeology yeah. and all that, yeah. And the people have been saying like they could see from the go from Google Earth, like satellite, that you can see an outline of the, the tr train carriage, but still no one's found it. Train carriage, really? Yeah. They said now. they could find the ox guards. Like, I know it's impossible. Really? Yeah. Mm. And then doubt. <laughs> but yep, as you know, they've never been found. Mm -hmm. And in two thousand seven in an in a two thousand seventeen article in BBC.com, a local man called Edward Morris, not his real name, yep. <laughs> thinks he might have found a massive clue as to the location of the lost treasure. Ooh, I've got a massive clue. Yep. So around two thousand ten he was doing some metal detecting with his son, and he found. <laughs> yeah. Do they have like that reputation in the UK as well? People who Being metal absolute nerds. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So he found an object about the size of a golf ball. It was covered in rust. And it was a rusty golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So he didn't think much of it for three months. 
until he just left it there. He left it in a drawer. Oh, he took it. He took it with him and just put the muddy, rusty golf ball in a drawer. Yeah, he didn't think about it until. Oh my god. He. Yeah. Visited a tarot card card reader. So a metal detector nerd. Then went believes to in fortune telling. Tarot card reader. Yep. Who identified his dead mother on his shoulder. Solid, yeah. And Morris said... <laughs> his dead mother was actually King John. Mama. What the hell? <laughs> this is freaking me out now. I'm scared. Morris, I should do scary stories. Go ahead. Ah. Coming Mo- soon. Morris said she basically... Her mom, his mom, basically said that what I'm looking for is magnificent, out of this world. But until I work the puzzle out, I won't know what I'm looking for. So now it's a puzzle. Mm. Uh. And then the article said that Morris felt a mysterious pull towards the drawer where the object lay. And his journey into obsession began. Oh my goodness. What does that sound like? Mysterious pull. That sounds like uh, Indiana Jones. Sounds David Icke. David Icke. Yeah. Episode? 17. Exactly. (laughs) And then he even said that, I didn't write this down. Yeah. But he even said like there were times when he would look into a mirror and you could see King John looking back at him. So we've got a total wackadoodle. I got a wackadoodle. Uh, seems to be a recent theme. <laughs> yeah. um, one clue that yeah. keeps Morris uh, motivated is mm-hmm. the code F8199. Mm, which is his pin code. It was in- He found it inscribed on the rusty object. Okay. Though he could not find any connection between the code and King John... His partners suggested that it might be connected to one of King John's ancestors. So a search for the code and Matilda pulled up the family tree of a countess named Matilda. Matilda? With an H. So Matilda. Yeah. Morris said, what I've found is a royal family information number for royalty. He said, like, all matter-of-factly. Um, When they made things for their purposes, like boxes, trunks, and all that sort of stuff. I'm quoting him, by the way. Yeah. The makers would have put their marks on it or their royal information number on it. Right. But this was quickly debunked by historians. F8199 is a code assigned by modern genealogists to a specific family group. Not a reference to the medieval era. Oh, okay. And the object in question, the rusty golf ball-sized object. Yeah, what is this golf ball? He thinks it's part of like a clasp of a box of a thing, but did not look 800 years old. Right. The code inscribed appeared machine cut. And the numbers used were Arabic, like the ones we use now, not Roman. They didn't use those numbers before. Oh, my God. So everything is rubbish. It's off. This guy is a mentalist. A historian named Mark Morris, I wrote, no relation to the wackadoo, yep. is, very skeptical, skept- <laughs> is very skeptical 
of the Wakadu's evidence. Okay. He said, and I quote, the chances of carriages surviving for more than a, f- than a few generations are remote. Mm. Once you get wood into water, it perishes by and large. And the chances of seeing them from Google Earth, you've probably for, you've probably for a better chance of seeing Elvis down a weight rose. Oh, fair enough. Mm. End quote. Yeah. Uh, and I'm closing this off with a warning. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sounds like my every night with you. <laughs> I'm going to close this off with a warning. Folklore has it that if it is found, profound change is coming. Mm. So if something... What if, folklore? Where does this come from? <laughs> give, me, give me a source on this. Uh, people from... Uh, the folk. The folk. Yeah. From Norfolk. 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 The folk from Norfolk, Norfolk who make the law. Yeah, which is funny because I did... Eastern Daily Press was like... Uh, based in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So until now, they haven't found it. We no. got a chance. We have a chance. So yeah. uh, tomorrow, I am going to start a foundation. And Ooh. we're going to start a quest. Uh, Does that link into something? Edward Morris needed yeah. money to continue his research. Yeah. So he... He made up a persona called Metal Detecting Man or something. Metal Detecting Man. And then he w- his aim was to raise 10,000 pounds. Yeah. To, you know, fund his research. I think now, so that was 2017. I think he's made up to 1,000 quid. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> In what, 11 years? Four years. Four, I, th- I thought it was 2011, sorry. <laughs> 2010. I don't know. But he's still not very close. No. Uh, I kind of feel sorry for him. Yeah. Because he, he obviously, I hope, he's legit. I don't know. Or he thinks he's legit. I think he really believes in it. I hope he's not a scam artist. If he is, he's very bad at it. Yeah. Because he's only got a thousand quid. Yeah. That's not, not yeah. a lot. And there was also an article in the Grimsby Telegraph... Where they think the crown jewels could be buried somewhere in Grimsby because he passed through there, King John. Ah. Mm. Well, remember how I was one of the first to know or think I knew where King Richard III was buried. Yeah. I've got a sixth sense about these things. Is it in Grimsby? Grimsby. Do you say Grimsby? Grimsby. Yeah. Well, if you're from Leicester, you say uh, Grim- Grimsby. I am from Leicester. Grimsby Fish and Chips. <laughs> Best fish and chip shops in Leicester. Why didn't you take me there? Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Next but, time. But yeah, so... I think... Mm, what that, are your theories? I think they're just in the North Sea. Mm, well, if they were in the wash... Yeah. I mean, they would have been washed out, wouldn't they? <laughs> in the wash. I think just North Sea... And you know, what yeah. is what is October? Is October like you know, is that like choppy season, stormy season? It's just all rain, <laughs> rainy season in in England. There's no choppy season. Where is choppy season? What you know, you like when the waves about? are choppy and stuff. 
Is it like that? It's like that all the time. In the well, no- then... In the North Sea is horrific. Then obviously the jewels are in the North Sea. They're sunk. Yeah. They're, They're heavy as well. They're down there somewhere. Unless... Oh. He buried them... Where? In Grimsby. Grimsby. If they're in Grimsby, I could go and find them because <laughs> I've got the nose. I've got the royal nose. Yeah. They said it could be like under like a convent or something in mm, Grimsby. Under, wait, it's coming to me. Uh, under an abbey. An abbey in Grimsby. Under an abbey in Grimsby. <laughs> and there must, must have been only a handful of abbeys in Grimsby, if there were any, because Grimsby... It was, was, at that time, was probably nothing but fields. I think there were, like, monasteries. Could have been. Mm. In which case, it's there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We should go and investigate. Okay. We can find the jewels. Yeah. Retire. Um, you have to give it back. What? Yeah, that's what I... Um, I th- I heard it on unexplained mysteries that if you find it, yeah, you gotta give it back. It's not yours to keep to yeah. sell. Yeah, but if you find it, surely maybe they'll give you a reward. Yeah, like or a blue Peter badge. If you find it, you could break it down and just sell it, like piece by piece. You've thought about this <laughs> quite clearly. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> how much is it worth? I have no idea. Yeah, you do. I don't. You certainly do. I really don't. Ballpark figure. 50 million? Is that it? (laughs) Really? I don't know. The crown jewels? But when you you say it's like the crown jewels, it's worth crown jewels, that means like limitless. Yeah, but you can't tell them. You can't tell the buyers that they were the crown jewels because they're going to make you return it. Well, you can. You'll be like, psst. Mate. No. It's crown jewels, mate. Someone's going to rat you out. Uh, priceless. Mate. Pr- crown jewels. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I'll pay priceless money. I'm not going to rat you out. There's is that all... interesting? It was. Mm. And we are going to do it. This is my new life ambition. <laughs> We're going to Grimsby. Yeah. Which is arguably one of the worst places in the world. We don't want to go there. All right. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not bad mouthing Grimsby because if you live there, well, you, if you live there, you don't have internet or electricity, so they can't listen to this. So, uh, but if you do have electricity and well, internet, what, what does the Grimsby Telegraph run on? It's like a <laughs> hamster wheel, clockworks and stuff, you know, ratchets, <laughs> things like that. It's like uh, a Victorian age. <laughs> oh, no. I, I've been to Grimsby once in my time. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Why? Football. Football. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Leicester City played away in a, a cup game. And Muzzy is it, mm-hmm. who you know, one of our best players, scored a glorious overhead kick. From about 20 yards. Wow. And it is the most rainy and cold place I've ever been to. You saw it. You actually saw it. You what? were there. I was there. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was in like 98. I was 12. Huh? 
Don't say that. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> Wait a minute. If you were 12 in 1998, <gasps> you've just given your age away. You're not 48. No, I was... um, I was... Madame Clarice. I was 20. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> All right. A little older than I am. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Now that was re- that's really cool. Mm. I knew nothing of the lost crown jewels. Mm. Of course, we all know about King John, sheriff of uh, Nottingham. And sheriff all that. of Nottingham, not the sheriff of Nottingham, <laughs> but we 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 all know of him. Mm. Maybe we don't know too much about him. Well, he's been depicted as always being a dick in mm. any like, spe- and because of Robin Hood, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But Robin Hood's also depicted as a dick. King's John. King King where did I say King's John? I don't know. <laughs> King's Lynn? King's Lynn? Bishop's Lynn. Is it Bishop's Lynn? Bishop's Lynn. What Bish- is Lynn? What's uh, a Lynn? Uh my auntie. Auntie Lynn. No. It's good. Yeah. But Robin Hood, of course, is a fictional boy. Man. Boy, yes, but King John, very much real. Very much so. Sheriff of Nottingham? Oh. Was he real? Um, I'm sure there was a sheriff. I'm sure, but was he Tony Robinson from Maid Marian? I have no idea. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, Well, that's what I'm going to show you when this podcast finishes, when we finish up. I'm going to show you an episode of Marion, Maid Marion. Okay. And her merry men. Okay. All right. Pretty damn good stuff. I enjoyed it. Mm. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm pointing at the camera. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm pointing at you people listening. <laughs> <laughs> Anything more to add? Uh, follow us on WAF History Podcast. Is that it? I hope it is. <laughs> and watch um watch our YouTube channel. Yeah. It's just we're just starting it, so it's uh Yeah. It's kind of hard to find at the minute, <laughs> even if you search it. So uh but it but it'll it'll get more searchable as the weeks go on. But it's interesting like seeing as like unedited Oh. Because obviously the audio pod is uh, edited. edited and uh, cleaned up and very nice. Please lis- listen to that, which you are doing right now, obviously. The YouTube video, unedited. You can just see us being stupid. Mm. Which we are. Okay? Yes. Uh, good job. Good job. And uh, happy birthday. Ah, birthday girl. We'll report back on the uh, the birthday celebrations. We'll find out if Max cooks me pad thai. Chances, Probably not. Chances are slim. But I may take you out to a uh, McDonald's or something. Yeah. I'll take you out to somewhere fancy. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Something somewhere like show. Exactly. Pablub. What? Laisho. But for a feast. Pakals. Pakals. I'm taking you for bloody pakals. That doesn't go near Muglaisho in a restaurant. Pakals, Deba.
Ambot ni mo, oy. Unsa? Unsa? Yeah. <laughs> you know unsa? Yeah. All right. What? <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we cut it? Let's cut it. Putlon right. na to. Say that again. Putol is mean cutting. <laughs> Putol means cutting. Okay. Let's cut it. See you next week, folks. Bye. See you next week.